to my podcast. It's another episode 101. We've hit the hundreds. This is a big deal. We don't look a day over 98. We're here. We're rocking. We're rolling. I just took a crisp, cold sip of water. You know when you take like such a cold sip of water that like you feel it going down every single pipe and you're like, damn, I know so much about my body at this point. It makes me feel like I know something about the body. I'm like, okay, it's going down the esophagus into the... That's, I guess, where my knowledge stops. Ooh, you know what show is really good that talks about that stuff? I just started watching The Nick. It's on... It was on Showtime, I think, and now it's on HBO Max. And it's like... It's about these doctors in the 1800s. 1900s? When did electricity get invented? 1800s? Or 1800s? Yeah. I didn't realize that Edison created so much. Like, it wasn't just electricity. Like, he pretty much got rolling after electricity. He was like, I'm I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep inventing shit that's going to blow people's minds. He came out with the x-ray? Edison? Who knew? I know. It's crazy. It's insane. He he's a he's a boy boss. Hashtag boy boss. Um, but it takes place, I think, in eighteen hundreds. Um, and it's about these doctors in New York. And this is like the time. Like no one knows how to do surgery. Like there's no like they have like a um, surgical theater because all the doctors watch and try and learn, and so many people just die being cut open trying to figure out how to do a surgery. Ooh, and there's so much drama and romance and, like, oh, it's so good. But the main doctor is addicted to the old cocaine. And he's doing, like, legit cocaine. Not this, like, Ibiza, Ibiza, Miami Coke, L.A. Coke. He's doing, like, liquid Coke um, straight to the toes. That's how much Coke he's doing. He's doing it in the toes. He did it in his dick at one point. Um, it's incredible for that, if nothing else. Why was I talking about that? Oh, because they're doctors. Oh, it's so good. One of the good, the guy from Sky High, that Disney movie is on it. He really took a turn. He like started with a child, children's movie. And now he's in the Nick doing all serious shit. I also have been watching Hacks on HBO Max. It's so good. Um, it's all about comedy. Have you watched it? No, no. It's good because, like, shows about comedy, sometimes they're just, like, corny or, I don't know, they, like, it's, like, written by people who don't know comedy and then you're watching it and you're, like, no one has any idea what this is like. This is a good one. I'm into it. Um, Shows are coming back. I'm doing shows. Some are fun. Some aren't. It's interesting. Like, in LA, there's no one really, like, doing their own shows. I think me and my friend... Hannah, who's the lead in the show Hacks, we were talking about maybe starting a show because there's just, like, not that many shows in L.A. right now. It's pretty, like, there's, like, three people running shows, and that's it. And then I see all my friends in New York, and there's shows all, like, so many comics are starting shows, but, like, no one's really starting shows out here. And a lot of the clubs, like, the capacity is limited. We'll see how it is, like, June 15th, once things open up, if it's better. But, like, it's so weird right now. I just did the Long Beach Laugh Factory last night. And the Long Beach Laugh Factory is interesting because it's, like, a giant, beautiful venue. Like, it looks like a museum. It's gorgeous. It's so big. But it's, like, in in downtown Long Beach, like, by a shopping mall. And so, like, the people who are going to the Long Beach Laugh Factory aren't necessarily in Long Beach to go to the Laugh Factory. They're, like, they're shopping or going to the beach or doing whatever, shooting cocaine in their foot. But, so, I don't know. It was, like, a weird audience. It was a weird mix of people where I was, like, do you guys know that you're at a comedy show right now? Like, Hooters is across the street. That was the vibe. I'm, like, did you guys, was there too long of a wait at Hooters? So, you're just, like waiting until your reservation is available and but whatever you know a show's a show I'm happy to do it and then the host of the show was being so rude it's someone who I've met before but like we're not acquainted and she like so she doesn't recognize me which is fine I haven't had brown hair in a long time and like also I forget people all the time and it's like 
that's my bad. I hate that I, it's like I'll meet someone and then it just goes out of my brain, which sucks. But I hate when people like call you out for it. They're like, we met. And it's like, okay, since the last time I met you, I've met a lot of other people who I probably can't remember unless we've had like a, a moment, you know, like looked into each other's eyes and shared a moment. Like, I don't expect people, I don't know, it's like a weird, it's this weird thing where people get so mad over it. Like, if people don't remember me, I'm like, okay, whatever, that's fine. I don't care that much. But she didn't remember me. I was like, naturally, we don't hang out. We don't see each other that often. COVID has been happening for the past year. So, like, whatever. And so she was like, oh, you're on the show? And I'm like, yeah, I'm Allie. She was like, how do you pronounce your last name? And I was like, you can just say Mac. Because if people don't know me, sometimes they, like, struggle or they, like, get in their head about my last name, which is just Makovsky. But they'll, like, overthink it to the point of, like, messing it up when they're introducing me. Or they'll, like, take a really long time to introduce me on stage because they're, like, thinking of my last name. So I was like, you can just say Allie Mac. And, and then I really liked her jacket. So I was like, oh, I love your jacket, by the way. And she didn't say thank you. She rolled her eyes and walked away. She's like, mm. And I was like, whatever. Maybe she's having a long night. Everyone's kind of weird post-COVID. People have like weird new things that have sprouted up. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to. It's not a big deal. So, so then I'm just like waiting for everyone to fill in. Also, they're doing it like they're seating it weird. So people are like spread out, which is fine. But like. I don't know. It was, like, people sitting in the front who don't want to be in the front. That's the worst. People who, like, don't know what they're... I don't know. It was just... It was just an odd vibe. But I'm, like, I'm excited to do a show. You know, there's not that many shows I'm doing in LA right now. So, like, happy to be doing a spot. And so then she, like, does her set. She calls me on the stage. We shake hands. I do my set. And it's bad. It was bad. It wasn't that my jokes were bad, because they're jokes that I've done. I know they work. I was going to try out some new stuff, but the set was going so poorly that I'm like, I'm not going to... I don't know. It's Part of me is like, maybe I should have just done tried out new stuff, because like, they don't even like the stuff that's already that already works. But there's such a part of me, and I think most comics, where it's like, you just want people to laugh and like you, so you're like... I'm going to keep trying to make them laugh by doing stuff that I know works. And they just weren't. It's it's like I want to say, oh, the acoustics of the room are just bad because people are spread out and it's such a large room that like, you know, maybe I just couldn't hear it fully. But no, I think I just didn't have a good set. There's no excuse I can make. Besides it being, like, an odd crowd and a weird vibe. And the guy... So, like, if you go to a comedy show, there's normally someone over the speaker who, like, intros the host and is like, Welcome to the Chuckle Fucking Hut Laughter Comedy Palace Club Showroom. Like, we have a two-drink minimum, make some noise. And everyone's, everyone at the Laugh Factory last night, they were like, make some noise. They're like this. So I'm like, this is bad. This is bad. They don't even have energy to clap for themselves being at a show. And also, like, the speaker was messed up and the guy didn't know the host's name. So he was, like, fumbling over that. And there was a lot of, like, dead air when he was introducing her. Whatever. There's really no excuses. I had a bad set. It hurt. It was painful. I was like I was watching myself on stage and, like, hearing my thoughts. Ugh. It's like the kind of set where you feel like you're sweating profusely because like nothing's going right. You're just, oh, it's such a bad feeling. It is such a bad feeling. And it sucks because I think it was the night before or two nights before. I think it was the night before. I did a backyard show back to back two shows and it was so good. Someone literally like someone was like someone turned to my boyfriend who was at the backyard show and was like, man, she's dangerous, like, she's a killer, whatever. And so to go from that to doing this, it's like he spoke too soon. If by dangerous you mean bombing sets, yeah, it was dangerous for sure. Oh, it was, and that, oh, God, it was so bad. It, you know, 
It happens. You just think that at a certain point, it's like, you just, you think that you get, not that I'm like good enough or like I'm, I've reached my peak. Like, no, I mean, I still have a lot to learn and grow and blah, blah, blah. But like, you would think that you wouldn't bomb at a comedy club in that way. I don't know if I'd call it a bomb, but yeah, it sucked. It sucked. And so I just, I I was so tired too, because I had to wake up super early and then I went to Huntington Beach to go to like a a Memorial Weekend Memorial Day weekend party. Everyone's popping Adderalls. That's what old people do. Old people like get so excited. It was like my oldest. Well, I I don't know if I should talk about it. Whatever. It was my oldest sister's friends. They're all like, "Ooh, I got five milligrams of Adderall," and everyone's like, "Wow! Like, this is incredible." I'm like, "Have you guys tried shooting cocaine through your foot?" Like Dr. Thack from The Nick. The show is so good. It's so funny to watch like older people get so excited to do Adderall. I'm like, I was prescribed 45 milligrams of Vyvanse. I was gacked out in the second period at school. You guys are at a Memorial Day function getting turned off of a 5 milligram Adderall. But go off. Get that, get that work done. Adderall's a weird drug because it is a drug. It's also a prescribed drug, but like if you don't take it recreationally, it is a drug. Like when I was on Adderall, I remember just like grinding my teeth and being like so focused, but I don't like it because it makes me like angry at stupid things. Like when I'm on Adderall, I like have a game plan. I'm like, this is how my day's going to go. This is how I'm going to accomplish every task. This is what help I'm going to need. And if someone's not following my plan that I haven't told them about because it's all been in my Adderall brain, oh, I get so angry. I'm like, you're not doing what I want. I can't believe I was on that for like from sixth grade until like after freshman year of college. I, yeah, I was so angry and tense on it, but it was fun. I mean, it was a good time taking it at nighttime, pre-gaming with some Vyvanse and I got to sell it in college. I didn't know that I could make, make some cash off that, but it was great. I felt really cool doing it too. I don't know if you've ever sold drugs, but it feels good. There's like a rush. You're like, man, I'm like, I'm like a doctor. Doctor of vibes. That's what I am. I'm a vibe doctor. Should I make shirts that say that and sell them at Venice Beach? The Vibe Doctor is here. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about something first. Okay, so I'm drinking a liquid death right now. Everyone knows I've been an OG death head. I'm not even getting sponsored for this yet, but I just wanted to be known on the record. I have the receipts. I have the IG story from, I think, 2018 or 2019 of me shotgunning a liquid death. Before I was on podcast, before anything. I love it. It's great. Um, Because I don't drink a lot of water. I'm a very dehydrated woman. And um, and I'm on the liquid IV grind. If you don't know what it is, it's this little, like, packet. Like a little powder. You open it up and you pour it into your water. And there's a lot of really good flavors. But let me just read this so I don't get the information wrong because I don't want to, I don't want to spread fake news. Um, so, um, I really like their watermelon flavor. One of my favorites. Strawberry is really good. Um, so liquid IV can provide two to three times more hydration than water alone. Which is incredible because I don't drink a lot of water. So if there's a shortcut for me drinking water, if by doing less I could be doing more, sign me up. So Liquid IV is great. Um, It contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. Healthier than sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. Take that, Mother Nature. Made with clean ingredients, vegan, gluten-free, dairy, and soy, none of that BS. Um, They use this thing. I didn't even, I don't know what this means. They have smart people working there. They have cellular transport technology, the old CTT, um, which I don't know. It's really good for you. 
I'm, I mean, you're not here to listen to me go on a TED talk of it, but it's great. I drink it in the morning because I know for damn sure I'm not going to be drinking any water later in the day. So I have to do it in the morning. I drink my coffee. I drink my little liquid IV. I put it in my water. I mix it up. It's incredible. I love it. Good flavors. My mom drinks Crystallite, those Crystallite powder packets, and she thinks that she's being healthy by doing that. Wait until I give her liquid IV because that's like actual healthy water. She thinks Crystal Light. She's like, I drink so much water. I'm so healthy. And I'm like, girl, you're drinking sugar Crystal Light. You're drinking tea or not even tea. It's like lemonade. It's crazy. It's, it might as well be Kool-Aid. My mom's drinking Kool-Aid, but she mixes it herself. So she sees that water is an ingredient and is like, I'm drinking water. That's like saying you drink a lot of water because you had pho for dinner. It's like it's different. It changes. Liquid IV is great. Um, grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code AllieMac at checkout. 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code AllieMac, A-L-I-M-A-C, at liquidiv.com. I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, what was I going to say? I'm, I don't even know where I was going with that. Yeah, it's good. I don't work out, so I'm sure that would be great if you're someone who works out or does stuff like that. My workout is getting out of bed in the morning. That's, I think that's an accomplishment. If you're getting out of bed in the morning, you better treat yourself with some hydration. Go to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code AllieMac for 25% off. Okay. I did it. I did my little sponsored content. I, I like doing sponsored podcasts because not only do I get hooked up, but it's like now I'm all on board with it. I'm like, I'm, I'm influencing myself because I like all the stuff I'm doing. So my, my influencing is working on me. I love it. I, um, yeah, I'm so, I'm like, I'm so drained. I went to a Dodgers game and, uh, and I was in the un, or I was in the vaccinated section. So everyone was just like getting wet and wild down and dirty, spitting in each other's faces. It was beautiful. But the thing that's nice is the unvaccinated section. They have so much space between people. I kind of wish that I was in that area because the vaccinated section, as much fun as it is, I had to listen to some guy in front of me talking about um, crystals and like MLM and he was having the most boring conversation. He didn't stop talking once and I was like, this would be nice to be in the unvaccinated section six feet away from this man. And Dodger Stadium is so packed in and like steep and close. It's pretty scary actually, like walking down the stairs to get you to your seat. And I was so far away, I couldn't even tell which uh, players were hot. Where's the fun in that? I'm not going to the sporting events to, like, you know, be aware of what's going on. I'm just trying to root for the hottest person. That's what I do at the UFC. As soon as I see who's fighting against each other, I make my prediction. As soon as I see both of them step into the octagon and I'm like, the hotter one's going to win. And sometimes neither of them are hot, so I just have to really decide who I'd rather fuck more because if you have the energy because you might not be hot but if you have the energy that makes me want to bone you you're gonna win that's winning attitude you know that's like the ugly people at the bar who you like end up sleeping with and you wake up next to them and you're like oh you must have been super charming those are winners those are win not everyone can be hot but everyone can have a good personality if you work at it so yeah Dodgers I really only baseball's not that entertaining to watch I enjoy going to the games like it's really fun to be at the games and sometimes it's entertaining but I just don't know what's happening I like the food I like the Dodger dogs they switch their hot dogs they don't even have the big juicy dogs anymore it's like long skinny ones they have like plant-based dogs now it's so annoying. But I got a big loaded nachos. I had like brisket in it. It was so juicy and good. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I'm excited to go to like more live events. Because um, I missed it, you know. I missed being sweaty. I missed being in the sun. 
I miss being surrounded by drunk people. Um, okay, what else did I do? Um, oh, okay, so I went to a comedy show with my boyfriend, and I was talking to my other friend who has a girlfriend, and we were talking about our relationships, like, without our significant others, and I was talking about, he was talking about his girlfriend asking, like, you know, who all of his, like, female comic friends are and stuff, and I was telling him, I'm like, I get, I didn't realize I'm so jealous, but I get so jealous, and I get so psycho. I don't really act on it, like, I don't say crazy things, but in my brain, like, we were at a comedy show, my boyfriend was standing next to me, all of a sudden, one of the servers, like, the waitress girl at the comedy show came up to my boyfriend, she was like, oh my god, and I could just tell, I was like, they boned, they've boned before, so now I'm staring at her, I'm like, is she hot, and she was cute, she was cute, so I'm like, okay, that's fine, because if you see someone that your partner has been with, and they're, you know, not the cutest, you're like, damn, am I in that category, or was that just like, you know, what's going on here, but she was cute, but you know what she did that was so annoying, so she was like, do you guys want a beverage? And I was like, oh, I'll take a water. Thank you. And she turns to my boyfriend who has a crippling Red Bull addiction. And she goes, do you, do you want me to get you a Red Bull? You need to forget that he has a Red Bull addiction, okay? Oh, like she was just trying to get it in that she like knew that thing about him. And then it was so funny because this is where like the crazy comes out. We're standing next to each other and some like cute girls walk by and so I'm like trying to see if he's gonna look at them so I'm just like forcing my eyes like the peripheral view so hard to see where his eyes are going and I'm like trying to imagine where his eyes have to be pointed for him to be looking at them but in so like what good does that do that does nothing for me because yeah of course like if there was a hot guy I'm gonna look at him but I'm just, like, staring so hard. And then I told him that I do that. And he was like, yeah, I know. He's like, I can feel your eyes beating down on me. And it's just so funny. The way that we, like, I don't know, I, maybe it's only me, get so crazy. And it's funny because, like, so many of my friends are dudes. But that's just, I don't know, because of comedy, I guess. And... I, if I were in his position, I'd be like, oh yeah, you want to go hang out with that dude? Thank God he has no girlfriends. Because I don't think I'd be able to, he's stronger than I am. He's stronger than I am. Relationships are confusing. And you know what it is? It's not him. I know he would be faithful. He plays Hearthstone. He's, you know, he's, I don't have any doubts that he would be unfaithful. But I still get jealous because I think it's like an insecurity thing. And that's what my friend was telling me. He's like, I don't know how to tell my girlfriend, like, yeah, sure, I've stared at some girl's butt. But, like, I'm not gonna, I want to be with you, you know? And I think, hi, Sebastian, you can come in. That's okay. Do you want to come in? Yeah, that's fine. Sebastian's here. Melrose Podcast Studios' newest hire. That's you. It's all good. Um, it's like an insecurity thing, you know, and he, and my friend didn't know how he should tell his girlfriend that. And I was like, you can't, you can't tell your girlfriend, Hey, Hey babe, I think you're just insecure. I think you've got your own issues and baggage. But I told him what my boyfriend did, which I thought was super nice. He was like, if there was ever something, because I think the fear, I feel like I'm on Coke during the, like nothing I'm saying makes sense to me. Maybe it makes sense if you're listening. I hope. But I think the fear is when you're in a relationship, for me, it's like I'm worried that he's going to check out the girl, the, like the hot group of girls walking into the club or whatever. And he's going to be like, oh, she has a fatter ass or she's probably better in bed or she's probably like a cooler hang or whatever. And so I told, you know, whatever. My boyfriend was like, if there was anything that I felt I needed more from, from you, more of from you, he's like, I would tell you, but then I'm like, would you, bitch? Would you tell me? Like, hey, you've been looking haggard this week, Allie. Could you throw on some makeup for me? He's not going to say that. He's too nice. That's what the fear is, that there's not going to be, like, I don't know, whatever. 
<sighs> but things are good in the relationship department. Sorry, simps. Boyfriend one, simps zero. You might have your time to shine, but things are going good. Things are going good. I worry I don't put out enough. How often do you think, if you're in a relationship, how often do you think you would want to be boning? A week. Four times a week. Five times a week. Oh, wow. I'm really not putting out that much then. That's exhausting. That's a full-time job. Five times a week? What do you think I'm made of? Vagina juice? That's insane. Oh, my God. I, I put out maybe two times a week. But... He says he doesn't mind, but now that you guys have said that, I'm like, he definitely minds. He, I don't think, I think he doesn't mind, but I also don't think he would not want more, you know? Like, he probably would be very okay if I was like, let's bone every night. But how old are you? 22. 31. You're older. Hmm, I was going to say maybe it's because he's older. He doesn't need coochie that much. You think five times a week, even in, a, like, if you've been with someone for over three months? Yeah. Oh my god, you're talking about multiple times a day? You know what? You know what I did recently? I did, I think, two or three times in one night, which I feel like makes up for the rest. Now I'm good for about a week. Hopefully. I don't know. I can't. I can't. It's too much. I need, I need downtime. My coochie needs downtime. She can't be putting in all this work non-stop. She needs a rest. She needs an ice pack. What do you think is considered blowing your back out? I don't think I've ever had my back blown out, but like my back has been sore after sex, you know? And I want to make it, I was like, oh yeah, my back is totally blown out. It's like, no, I just am in a weird position. <laughs> sex is so fun to talk about because sex is such a personal thing that's not that personal to some people, you know, some people, but I feel like if you are someone who's boned quite a bit, like it's something that we don't really talk, like, I mean, obviously people talk about it, but like, it's so weird and no one talks about how weird it is. Boning, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's just weird. There's so many positions, whatever. I don't need to get into it. Um, I've been very invested in these two, um, Russian kids who have some disability. I don't know. I th it's called, it starts with a P, but it's, it's almost like dwarfism, but it's not. They almost look like Benjamin Button. They're like, they look like they're no older than five years old, but allegedly they're 17 and 18. I still feel like that can't be real, but apparently it's real. One of them's name is... Hasbalah? 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 I don't know the other one's name because I'm team Hasbalah. He's so adorable. I just want to squeeze his little cheeks. But it's so degrading because he's so small that like whenever he like gets all scrappy with his competitor who's also a small guy, the guy who like mediates it just picks him up and puts him on a chair and like puts him in timeout. He's an 18 year old put, being put in timeout, being carried. But they're so adorable and they and they're even their voices sound like children's like they it's so cute. Uh, I want to see them fight. I don't know when it's happening. I don't even know how they're showing it. I would pay any amount to watch that fight. They're so adorable and they're fighting over what I believe is to be who's the better Muslim. They're Muslim Russians and they're very serious about who is the better Muslim. And I think, you know, if you're not, if you're not, if, if you won't fight for something, you'll fall for anything. And they're fighting for their God. Um, and they're just adorable wearing children's clothes. They do little kicks at each other and they're so small. It makes no sense to me, but I love it. Um, how much time are we at? We did 43. Oh, okay. Time flies when you're having fun. 
Um, I went to a drive-in movie, which I haven't done since like deep COVID times. Have you guys gone to a drive-in movie during? Yeah, during COVID. Yeah, it was fun during COVID because there was nothing to do. And so the drive-in movie was like packed and I went recently, but now that things are more open, it was like, it was empty. It almost was like, it was filled with litter and garbage. And I watched the new Saw movie. It was decent. It was all right. Um, but car movies, like going to a drive-in is crazy because you could just full on bust down in the backseat. If your if your back seats go all the way down, you could bone. But you could also do that at a movie theater. You know, people have done that. I hate when you're in middle school and you're just so horned up and you're like going to a movie with a guy or if you know, whoever you're interested in and like the whole you're watching like Shark Tales, which I've said before, one of the horniest cartoon movies. Um if you're there and you've already seen Shark Tales, so you don't need to pay attention, you know it's going down, but you're in middle school, so it's all awkward, and finally your pinkies touch, and you, like, straight up climax from that. What a fun time. Nothing's ever going to be that exciting. Doesn't that make you sad? Have you thought about that? Nothing will ever feel that exciting. Nothing. Even anal. That won't even, that won't even come close. Those pinkies at a co-ed party or at a movie. Oh my god. Yeah. What a fun time. I never got like... I never did anything naughty. I was a prude, but... That was a blast. I miss those times. Because now you get like... You like... Have a one night stand and you're like... I could literally care less. It's not exciting. Um. Oh yeah, so I went to the drive-in... It's not as fun anymore. It's lost its charm. And then what else did I do? I feel like that was it. I feel like that was my week. Oh, I did a commercial. I booked a commercial. I did a commercial. It was a bummer um, because of scheduling and stuff. But the director of the commercial was someone that like directs movies and is like really cool and someone that I really like. So I was like, okay. This is sick. And I got to work with a trained cat, which was sick. The cat trainers in Hollywood, nuts. There needs to be a movie about, like, people who train animals in Hollywood. She's so serious about this cat, Henry. It was supposed to be, like, my cat, you know? I'm supposed to be, like, petting Henry as if me and him were already buds. She was like, he doesn't really like being pet. And I'm like, train him better then. This is why cats can't be trained animals. He was furring everywhere just shedding a lot of fur but it was so tight doing the commercial I don't know when it'll come out but catch me on your tv screen sometime and I got to wear a really cute outfit and a lot of my friends also were on the commercial so that was all fun um and I'm excited for that to come out because one time I did a commercial and I got I didn't get canceled but they had to turn the comments off on the Instagram because I made a joke about an emotional support dog's emotional support dog because one of the dogs had really bad anxiety and they'd turn the comments off because everyone was like, you can't joke about that. So that was my first and biggest Instagram commercial. This one I think will be like on TV, big leagues. Um, okay. And finally... Sorry to interrupt the pod, but we have a very cool sponsor for today's episode. We are sponsored by Warby Parker. I need to make sure my address is not in frame for this. Speaking of in frames, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. The glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses, sunglasses, progressives, and Blue light lenses are also available. I do want to try the blue light, the blue light lenses, because not only do they look cool, but um, I'm on my phone and computer so much that it makes no sense that I don't have them. Um, this is really cool. I did this. Um, I took a quiz, which is what you have to do for the home try-on kit, and then you um, you order it. They um, send you five options. So you do this like home try on thing 
you pick out five glasses and then you get to try them all on so you know which ones look really good on you, which ones don't. I'm going to try all of these on for the first time. I just got the package, which is why this is a pre-recorded ad. I didn't have the um, package in time for the episode, but now I have it. So I want to try these on. Um, these ones are really cute. These are the Percy um, light blue crystal glasses. Um, okay, let's see. What do you think? Ari Manis is in studio right now. You look so hot. Do I look hot? I feel like I look like sexy little smart. You're like girl. a little librarian that I want to be. Yeah, with. I look like a cute librarian. I kind of like these. I can't see. I have four more options, so I don't want to like jump the gun too soon on these. But I do like these. I'm gonna keep those on my right side. That'll be the yes pile. And now we have the right wide. That's a mouthful right wide glacier gray let's try these oh i like these okay let's see ari what do we think i like the other ones more. you like the other ones better me too i think these ones don't look they don't match my face i, I don't think they're meant for my giant face okay so i'm gonna put these on the left I like them, they just don't look good on my face shape, which is unfortunate. Okay, on to the next. Is this boring to do all of these glasses? I don't know. I want to know which ones I like now. The nice thing is you can keep the glasses for five days and when they ship them out to you, they have, um, they have like an order slip, or what's it called? Like a... They give you a return thing, so you don't have to pay for it. You can just send them right back and keep whichever ones you like. Um, these ones, Ari? Not bad. Middle. My second favorite. Mid okay, medium. We're feeling medium about these. I like the color. These are the Felix Whiskey Tortoise. I like the Whiskey Tortoise. It's a sleek-looking professional sunglasses. And also what's cool about this is I do wear prescription glasses and I'm about to be off my parents' insurance. And normally my glasses are practically free with my parents' insurance. Oh, I like these a lot. These are the Durand Narrow Rosewater. So I'm going to be off my parents' insurance, which means I'm going to be using Warby Parker more because they can, uh, whichever glasses you like, put your prescription in them. Ari, what do you think about these? So cute. Yeah, I think these are good. Yeah, those are good. These are like just, these are like I'm getting my shit done. I'm not walking a runway, but I'm cute. And I work hard. I like these ones a lot. Okay, and then my last pair I'm trying on. Here we go. I think this ad read is only supposed to be like 60 seconds, but Boy, am I milking this video. Here we go. Okay, these are the right cognac tortoise. So I think I already tried on a different right glasses, but these are a different color, I believe. So these are the cognac tortoise. Oh, Ari, what do you think? Pretty cute. Pretty cute? Yeah, I like Can these. Can I see the very first ones? Yeah, you want to see the first ones? Okay, so yeah. we I like these so That's ones. what I remember liking the best, but I can't even remember now. Yeah, it's been so long since I tried on the first pair. Okay. We're going back to the first. I like these a lot. I'm going to put these in my save pile. I'm going to move these over. Okay, here's the first ones again. These are the Percy Light Blue Crystal. You like these ones the best? Me, yeah, I do. Really? I think it might be the color. I like the blue. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not hating on them. I like them too. I think I like the last ones the best. They're it's both kind good. of a toss up. You can't I'm going to, I'm going to keep these on the side. Um, and it's nice because right now they're like a little bit loose and kind of, I have an uneven face or like uneven ears. So once I return them, you know, I can send in all that info and they'll send them back with my prescription and everything. Um, 
let me see. Okay, so go to warbyparker.com slash Mac A-L-I-M-A-C. Um, with that code, let's see. Okay, so this is what it is. You can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash Mac. So you'll essentially do what I did. I just got these for free, the five. Um, I'm going to send back, I don't know, I kind of want to keep the, I want to keep the Percy and I want to keep the right cognac tortoise. Um, there's no obligation to buy it. If you don't like any of the ones you chose or you're like, I don't know if I want to buy glasses right now, no worries. There's no obligation to buy it. Ships free and it includes a prepaid return shipping label. So it's very easy. Um, Warby has a bunch of, uh, options to choose from sunglasses regular glasses like i said they have the uh, contact lenses so check it out their glasses are really cute they have a lot of options i um i was very surprised at how easy this was as you know i'm a very lazy person so the idea of shipping something back out um stresses me out but they make it easy all i have to do is put the ones i don't like back in the box put the label on and then send it to the usps where my boy ron works shout out to ron at the usps on wilcox avenue i love him he just got a haircut he's looking dapper um and they have a bunch of different sizes if you have a big face if you have a narrow face if you got a wide face if you got a round face they fit all face shapes um what else is there any other cool stuff i mean it's all pretty cool um oh they have an app as well but you can just go to warbyparker.com slash mac to try five pairs of glasses on at home for free back to the podcast why are these people fighting the Paul brothers? They need to be canceled. Don't they realize no matter how much money they're getting, which I imagine is a lot because a lot of people are watching, it is ruining their own profession. Oh, it's so annoying. It's already happened to comedy. Like all, like, you know, TikTokers or YouTubers, whatever, they'll like perform comedy they'll travel and like go on the road and do stand-up because it's an easy way to make money if you already have a following but they don't realize until they do it that it's much harder than they think and it just like lessens I don't know something changes when people outside try and take over like good for the Paul brothers like no shade on them they're trying to make their money they're trying to be out there like good for them but also like isn't it ruining the actual sport of UFC or, like, boxing or whatever? It's gotta be. <sighs> this is the one time I feel bad for Dana White. Or is he facilitating this? He's not, yeah. He's probably so bummed. Partially. I mean, it would look bad if he was, but he's probably bummed about not having that money. Because he'd be able to make bank from that. But yeah, that's so lame. But Mayweather was retired, right? So he's like, I don't give a fuck about what's happening now. That's so lame. He's 44, Mayweather. Damn, that's crazy. I thought he was older. That's what I guess getting hit in the face a bunch does to you. Do you have any aspirations outside of being a stand-up comedian podcast host? I would like to be a truck driver. I would like to drive across the United States of America, whether it's in a truck or a van or a bus. Um, I don't know. I did a commercial. That was sick. I don't think I want my, I don't think my aspirations are to be like a commercial queen or anything, but acting was fun and like, you know, saying lines was a blast. But no, aspirations outside of stand-up and pod... I don't know. Maybe acting, writing, whatever. But yeah, definitely truck driving would be sick. Just a one-time thing. I don't know if a one-time thing would be an aspiration, but I think it'd be fun to just be in a Big Mac truck. And they have... You know that they have like a sleep, like a bed in the back behind the drivers in the passenger seat? There's like a pod. Oh, it's so tight. <laughs> that's like my dream and then just like going to truck stops smoking cigs looking at mountains it seems tight 
Um, someone asked me, do I like Canada? I've never been, but I want to go. But they're making people do these insane, like, quarantines, like, very serious quarantines, where if you go to Canada, you have to be, like, straight up locked in for two weeks. Which, I mean, is good if... But no, I mean, that's a bit much. But whatever. The, um... I feel awkward socializing after the pandemic. What topics can I bring up to keep convos going with friends? I feel very socially awkward post-pandemic. When I'm in large groups of people, I get very uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, I think it's because I hate when people keep asking. And I keep doing it. And I'm like, why am I doing this? When people go, oh my god, how have you been? You haven't seen them in a year you're like, I've been in a pandemic. How have you been? No one has been awesome. I mean, people have been doing fine, but like, it's just such a broad question. We need to stop saying, how are you? Because everyone says good, but they're in their head thinking of what's not good. Um, we need to stop saying, how have you been? We need to just say, hey, good to see you. But in terms of topics, I mean, as lame as this sounds, just look at what's going on, like hot topics. Or if it's like a, like I would want to talk about like um, Travis Barker and Chloe and Kourtney Kardashian sucking thumbs and stuff. But if you're with a group of people who doesn't care about the Kardashian relationship world, then try and think of things that they'd be interested in. Something that I read recently, I feel like I googled like how to socialize, like what to talk about. I google everything. I'll be like, what's the best way to brush your teeth? It's like, I've been brushing my teeth for 25 years, but I'll still Google it. So I was Googling some like how to talk to people. And something it was saying is if you run into a lull in conversation, bring back something that the person you're talking to already brought up. Like be like, oh, and like, how was that ski trip? Or like, what did you, did you already have all the gear or did you have to rent it? Because people like talking about themselves and so you just have to keep bringing it back to them and then you don't even have to do most of the work. That's my advice. Also, there's no shame in leaving early. If I'm over it, guess what? I'm out and I'm Irish goodbyeing for the most part. I'll say bye to like three people, but that gives me so much stress. Having to say bye to every single person get away from me, please. Guys getting their ass ate. Gay or okay? It's definitely not gay. It's very chill. Um, if you're gonna, I mean, I'm not getting paid by them, I don't think anymore, but if you're a guy and you're trying to get your ass eaten, use Manscaped, okay? I'm, this isn't an ad anymore. My ad, I think, has run out, but like, for real, you need to take some care down. I don't want to be chewing through your butthole like it's wild sprouts or something. Like, there needs to be some amount of grooming going on. Like, if we're going to be treating you to getting your ass eaten, you need to treat us to a fresh, clean ass. But use the right products. That's why I'm saying Manscaped. I'm not even getting paid for this. That's the thing that sucks. Once you start getting paid for stuff, you're like, I don't even want to talk about it anymore unless I'm getting money. But Manscaped does have like good additional products because your butthole is going to be itching when you shave it. So you need to make sure you're exfoliating, you're using creams and stuff or else you're going to be itchy. Um... Someone said, the anxiety of quitting a job that makes you depressed. How do I keep my vibe up for the next one? Oh, that's a great question. I've had so many jobs that have made me depressed and even jobs that I like that made me depressed. I feel like everyone goes through the rut, you know, when you're like, fuck, I'm doing this shit again. But you do have to kind of, the only thing that worked for me was like faking my attitude like pretending like I love my job and being like, today's going to be an awesome day. I can't wait to see what happens. I love this job. I love my employees. I love who I work for, um, whatever. 
And sometimes you just got to power through it. But then also like make a list of what you really want and what you need and don't settle. But sometimes you have to settle. I've had to settle a bunch working at like, you know, restaurants and stuff. When I worked at a chicken wings spot, that was my best job ever because I just pretended like I really wanted to work there. Even though obviously I really wanted to be making money from stand up. I wasn't. So what else am I going to do? Just, I don't know, not. I don't know. I had to have a job. So it's like, okay, well, I have to try and be positive about it. And it ended up being my favorite job. (sighs) Best movie and worst movie you've seen this year. I don't even know what's happened this year. I can do show. I watched a lot of shows. What's the best and worst movie I've seen? What movies have even come out this year? I never saw Tenant. The Saw movie was whatever at best. I like Max Minghella. Mingela, Mingela, the guy from Handmaid's Tale. He's so yummy. He's so hot. Um, I don't know. I couldn't answer that. That was from my boy Brian. What a shitty question to send in, Brian. He's a Patreon, so I can talk about him like that. Um, step it up next time, Brian. You're embarrassing yourself, and you're embarrassing me on my podcast. No, Brian's great. I think Brian is going to do a guest spot with me. When I'm in Boston, August 10th and 11th. So just the perks of being a patron. Not everyone gets stage time, but some people do. That's it. That's all I've got. Episode 101. We're doing it. We're still going. Subscribe, rate, review, do all that stuff. And have a good week. And... Drink water, liquid IV, uh, try out the Warby Parker glasses. <laughs>